0: Welcome back to the Mining Your Business podcast, a show all about process mining, data science, and advanced business analytics. I am, of course, Patrick, with me as always, my colleague Jakub. Hi there. Hey, Patrick. Today's episode is all about measuring KPIs the old way, embracing the future, and user adoption of a new BI tool. Joining us today is Helder Souza from Norsk Hydro. All that coming up next.
1: Welcome to the newest episode of Minding Your Business podcast. Uh, today, we are extremely happy that you found the time to listen to yet another episode. And I'm very excited to welcome here with us uh, Helder Souza from Nurse Hydro uh, Corporation. Helder, welcome to the
2: show. Thank you to, for having me, Jakub. Thank you, Patrick.
1: Uh we are very excited to have you. Uh we actually know each other well there. We worked together on a project uh where we were implementing Solonis in, in your company, Norsk. And you were for us uh the the business lead from uh from a finance process from accounts payable. And so we know each other relatively well, uh, but our listeners probably don't. And uh because of that, I would probably ask you if you could Tell us something about yourself. So uh, how did you end up here in our podcast doing a process mining uh, episode with us?
2: Yes. So um, I'm Helder Souza from Brazil. and um, I live in Norway uh, for two years now and working in Hydro, as you said. And yes, so my whole career uh, in finance was previously in Brazil. And I accept this uh, challenge uh, to move to Norway, which is really a big challenge <laughs> regarding mm-hmm. the environment, weather, etc. Um, but I, I worked in Idru before in, in Brazil, so I just stay in the same company. So it, it makes the yeah a little bit easier to to, to move in here. And yes, yeah, so. I'm in, uh, in a department in our global uh, GBS a global business process, um, and now working more with uh, digital and analytics tools to improve and to implement uh, new solutions for, for our business and for, for the plants, but also internally in GBS. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, why we decided to to go uh with Salonis and yes
0: Um can I ask so before we get into the process managing what was your history or what um field did you come from before you started the uh, the process managing
2: Yes uh we we have used some different tools or because you know you you need the information in a way right so but It was not never easy to to go through uh, informations that we we need. So people in management, uh, managing people, or in business, they always need to 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 know better uh, how the process is, and it is never easy to to feed them with those kinds of information. Sometimes you can provide some with really, really uh, tough work, hard work to get. And sometimes you cannot. You just cannot do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I'm feel much comfortable now uh, with the tool, with Salonis, to 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 get some uh, insights and and. and Information in a better quality mm-hmm. and better time as well.
1: Uh, I have a question here. So, Helder, you, uh, I know that uh, since you have a long history in this in this uh, environment and in this uh, in this uh, kind of branch of uh, process managing and administration, mm-hmm. I'm very interested. Before we start talking about Selenis and about uh, how well it went rolling it out in your company. I'm actually interested, how did you uh, get to manage the processes before the, the BI tools such as Celonis or maybe other uh, competition? How did you do it before? How did you get the, the perspective on the process?
2: Yeah. You know what? Uh, I'm in this uh, kind of process for more than 20 years now, and it has been a journey. Mm-hmm. Um, Many, many years ago, uh, you had a lot of manual uh, process, manual activities. And you didn't have any clue about how it was done. Um, and then the, the, the systems and the process start to, to, to improve. So you move from really uh, manual uh, way to work to more uh, automated. Not fully automated, but at least using systems, using some applications, uh, uh, ERPs, uh, but the information or how to get reports, how to get some uh, 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 feed, good feedbacks from the, the, mm-hmm. the, the systems uh, didn't follow the same, the same uh, um, speed. So we implement a tool, we implement uh, a, a new a new uh, ERP system, for instance, uh, and then you see that okay, I don't have uh, the full picture about what we are doing here. Mm-hmm. So normally, when like fifteen years ago, when we we start to work with SAP, for instance, okay, mm-hmm. it's good, we can do a lot of things better, but we didn't have a good overview about the process. And then uh, we, we, since we are doing hopefully better, some some activities would like to measure how this compared with the previous way to do that. Mm -hmm. And it was not easy and we could not simply do that. And during those years, those are questions that we always have. How we are doing that? How we can improve it? And I, I, yeah, and normally we 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 struggle to 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 answer those questions or give people uh, better information. Um, I used to be a, a finance manager in some plants in Brazil, and I had a lot of people working in 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 accounts payables, accounts receivables, mm-hmm. inventory. And sometimes uh, I am a manager struggling to to understand okay, why we spend too much time in that activity or in that process so normally we, 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 what we do we, we do the final figures, right so but you right you were not able to go deep and, and see what is happening behind right and so so normally. In the
0: best we yeah so sorry go ahead <laughs> i apologize so um what you're saying is when you don't when you implement these processes and you don't have a very good overview my question would be how do you then control the quality of your processes or are, is there some way to steer a process in a certain direction when you have um little overview of it
2: of course we 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 had to find some way to do that and normally uh we just like have an observation in the field how the things are doing, or we could just get some information uh and collect it in spreadsheets or yeah, so basically we use a lot of spreadsheets we used to use a lot of spreadsheets to to grab those uh, informations and provide some some measures, but with a lot of work so. It's like, okay, we we need to 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 understand what is happening, but to understand what's happening, we need to do a lot of manual work as well. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. it's like a lot of manual work to improve other uh, other processes, and this is normally how we did it.
1: So I can imagine that the work was actually very reactive compared to what you can do right now with when you essentially can read the data close to real time and live and then actually making decisions whether are way more inform- informed than than in previous years. That's very interesting because uh, for, for me and Patrick, we are still early in our careers and uh, we don't really know how it looked before process mining. So it would be almost compared to people born in the year 2000 and telling them how the world was working without the internet. So <laughs> you can yes. imagine our interest in this topic. Uh, but, but moving on, so uh, you are doing uh, process mining right now in, in, in Hydro. Uh, I'm wondering, uh, what was so if you could just tell us what was your role in the project at the beginning so that the listeners get the idea of what, uh, what are you dealing with right now?
2: Yes. So uh, I'm working in this uh, group or in this uh, department to, to, to find new ways to do mm-hmm. um, our activities and, and improve our activities. And this is when why Salonis came to the, the scene. And I was involved uh, since the beginning, uh, not exactly as a project manager, but more from the business point of view, from the finance Mm -hmm. uh, perspective. And together with my team, we were responsible to develop, or together with you guys, to develop our analysis and and technically quality assure uh, all those uh, connections and and figures in in Salonis. Um, And afterwards, uh, I'm also responsible To deploy it or to have people actually using and get the best Mm -hmm. of the the tool. So, yeah, basically, those two big steps the implementation, a technical implementation as part of the technical implementation, and also now um, in the adoption phase. Okay,
0: that's very interesting. So um, the, the processes that, you, that you're implementing, you said you came from a finance um, direction. So this is um, accounts receivable and accounts payable. Or what exactly were the, the processes that uh, we implemented for you?
2: Yeah, so uh, we have started with accounts payables um, as part of this uh, procurement to pay process. But the procurement part we have implemented a little bit later.
0: Hmm.
2: and then uh, our focus uh, in the beginning was basically uh, in accounts payables and then we we got a lot of uh, input from from people that are actually working in those uh, activities and then uh, i had to connect or to understand how the things are doing to to hmm to see how the best way to measure and to to have it implemented. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, so basically answer directly your question, it's uh, Accounts payables, It was our main focus uh, in the implementation.
1: When you were going into the project, uh, did you like have some goals or at least uh, some some ideas? What exactly did you want to achieve this? Because when we are dealing with our customers, the, the expectations uh, vary for very much. Basically, going from uh, we just want to implement process mining until a uh, very specific, uh, let's say, bottleneck or problem that the customer is dealing with. So I wonder, what were your, your expectations going into the, into the project?
2: Okay, we, we, we have a, a, a really uh, big goal. Uh, related to automation in, in 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 our accounts payables process. We call it touchless. So the aim is to have as much invoices as possible, uh, having no touch from the moment we get the invoice uh, in our uh, systems or in our environment in Hydro until we pay it. And this was our main ambition. This is our main ambition. And this is uh, how we can uh, measure uh, better the efficiency.
0: Right. So you're, you're essentially measuring the, the amount of manual activity that goes for, for every invoice um, until you finally pay it. And the touchless ones are the ones where you have to do almost nothing. Is that right?
2: Exactly. And then, uh, okay, we we can measure more or less how we were, uh, but we didn't have too much information to see, okay, we are struggling here and there, and those are the main actions that we need to take to to improve this this rate.
0: Let me ask you, was this a goal that you had before you even heard about process mining and Solonis, or was this... Um, an idea that you
2: had while you're getting familiar with the tool. No, no, we already had this uh, this goal or this uh, ambition to to improve the touchless process. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and this, and then Saloni's will help us to understand where we can improve it, how we mm-hmm. can improve it, what are the the In each part of the process, we are struggling more.
0: Were there any parts of the process um, where you saw these inefficiencies in your process that kind of surprised you or were you certain it was in a specific part of the process um, and you were certain that this is where the bottleneck was and this is where you needed to do much work? So the question is if if it confirmed your suspicions or if you um, realized it was due to something completely different.
2: Yeah of course uh, we could confirm a lot of things that we already uh, had like a suspicion mm-hmm. that that might be the 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 where we are we were struggling but we can go deeper and this is the the we something that we didn't have before so we can uh, uh, go deeper and, and see uh, more details regarding this uh, specification. And so before we just knew that, okay, we have problems with uh, automatic posting. But where exactly? What kinds of invoices? What kinds of vendors? What kinds of uh, uh, purchase orders we are struggling to, to to post it automatically? And this is we didn't have a clear view before. Okay,
0: so that's... Uh... So when you're looking at this tool for the first time, right, so we, we've we done the implementation or we're in the middle of implementation and we're starting to show you these, these KPIs, um, were you confident in what you saw in the first time? Did you recognize the processes from the spreadsheets you had um, earlier in the days um, or was it completely new and you needed uh, some time to find yourself in your own
2: processes? No. Uh- even with some manual uh, assessments that we had before, we had something. So it was not like a big surprise what we could see, but it brings more clear and more trustable uh, measures. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we had some assumptions and some measures, but with Salonis, we can make sure that, okay, this is really. The, the right picture now, and it is actually where we need to to, to attack. Mm-hmm. You no, know? so it it came to confirm some things that we we already knew, but also bring us something else on top of it. So more details, and this, this is the 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 biggest gain uh, regarding this specific goal. So once
0: you have um so you see this tool for the first time and you recognize your own processes um how do you go about verifying that what the tool this process mining tool is showing you is act- actually correct um so the data validation phase as we as we say um how how did you proceed with uh, verifying the data that was shown to you
2: Yeah this is uh, actually what took more time during the the implementation to validate because um yeah we have like a uh, standard uh, uh, uh operations in in our uh, systems but every company has a lot of uh, customization and different ways and different yeah. settings in in in, 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 in their SA, saps or any erps right so uh we had to adjust or to to understand how to get those data out of the systems and how to put it together, how to combine correctly to get the correct measure. So, yes, uh, we had a lot of work uh, on it uh, together with um, Jakob and his team to finally say, okay, now we are really good, now we have the perfect matching and the perfect measures for what we are interested to see. But it was not like, okay, the first time, it was something else. So we had to do a lot of adjustments for sure.
1: Yeah, this is something we are uh, usually mentioning in the podcast as well, that for us, as for data scientists, this is a difficult part because a lot of customers simply are coming into the project and having very high expectations and they just... Uh, uh think or are led to believe that you can just uh go on uh unpack the, the queries, unpack the Salonis uh, environment, and suddenly uh seeing the data and this is the, the process that you want. And unfortunately that's not the case. And as you as you said uh Helder yourself, uh each company has certain customization and if I remember correctly, with with uh, Hydro, that was especially the case for the uh, invoice scanning systems, which were very interesting for uh, for implementation, and also uh, each system was a little different. So it was definitely a challenge for us as the as the engineers. Uh, however, uh, we got to the point where the validation was done, and even though in each project like this this uh, improvement phase or uh, validation phase it never really ends because there's always something you can change or enhance or improve but my question is then uh when you are past this phase when you start uh believing the data you start understanding what you see and you actually can even go the next step and explaining other people so you have functional reports, you have your process in finance, and uh, then how do you go on using the tool after that? So uh, that's usually the part where the implementation team kinds of get off the project, and then it's really in your hands as the user, as the super user. So how do you use the tool?
2: Yeah, uh, you touch exactly the, the point where we are now and, and where we are putting more effort. That is to get people out of our uh, main environment, like the project team, to use it by themselves and and find the the, the possibilities and improvements uh, by themselves. So in the first beginning, we thought that, okay, uh, let's deploy the tool, let's uh, give some people access. To the tool let's keep them training how to use it and let it go and then we saw that okay it's not working people is not are not using it uh, that much mm-hmm. then we have decided to change a little bit the approach and have like a separate it in clusters and take some country or some region and put some more effort to in this adoption phase in for for each one then we selected more carefully some uh, key users or people that have enough skills and competence uh, to use the tool and to to get the correct analysis on it and then we saw that it's working mm-hmm. so i uh, i would say that okay we are using it quite well in those clusters in those uh, in, in those uh, countries that we have decided to go and and, and, and have a more close uh, approach with them um, and then this is what we are planning we we ha- we, we, we plan to, to have the same kinds of uh, approach for other uh, countries or other regions and then we we see that people start to be more Uh, connected with the possibilities and with the tool.
0: So the user adoption, like it sounds, is already going well. Um, Are there parts um, of the adoption that are a little bit hindered? uh, What are the main obstacles um, in the way of getting mass adoption for hydro in the parts where it's relevant?
2: Yeah. We we have full support from from the management. That's a that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And we have established goals, not only the touchless, as I said, but we have several other uh, KPIs that we can uh, use the tool to 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 improve it. And and what we are doing, we are doing a lot of analysis ourselves and send it to them and and, and showing this is what you can get from the tool this mm-hmm. is what you can see and how you can improve and then with those one to one sessions or or f- with sessions f- with some specific departments then they get ju- just thrilled about the tool and about the possibilities what they can do that cuz then the training or some more generic workshops Okay, they see the some possibilities, but it was not their figures, it was not their uh, department or their unit. So when you go together with them, showing exactly what is interested for them, um, then they get more more interested and in, and in, in, in start to use it more. So this is the, the reason that we 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 decide to go this way.
0: Right, so having users um, look at their own data is uh, a, a big improvement or is uh, increasing the adoption for, because people recognize their own processes, recognize their own data, recognize their own silo, and increases user adoption. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were actually
1: speaking of goals, and that is very interesting for me. So uh, you said that you uh, you know create some goals in the process that you want to achieve. And how do you actually then go uh, technically about reporting them or sharing them with someone? So you do your analysis in, in uh, Salonis and you then export some numbers, share it with your team. Or how do you really do that? That's very interesting for me.
2: Yeah, we are not using Salonis as a main tool for, to measure the KPIs, but mostly to, to, to do the analysis. Even so, we, we have created all of those KPIs there. Um, but this is in our roadmap to, to use uh, more as, uh, like, to find the KPIs there as well. Currently, we, we use the tool to 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 measure, uh, but we are not reporting based on, on, on Salonis mm-hmm, directly. Mm-hmm. But we use Salonis to confirm and to, to get some, some outputs as well and then we use more to understand the kpi afterwards you know why we have this uh, this measure or uh, or this kpi is going down or why it's going up and yes and one of the important things to compare uh the entities or, or the plants mm-hmm. so this is uh, how we are mostly using it now
1: uh, have you already noticed, so since you are reporting and sharing the numbers with people, do you think there was also some some pushback, maybe in a sense that you probably found some some Achilles healed, something that's uh, probably uh, not working very well, and people then complaining that maybe, maybe you shouldn't uh, dig in that a lot? Because that's also interesting.
2: Yes. You know, when... It it always tricky when we point uh, to someone and say, "Okay, you are n- not doing it uh, very well." Uh, but it's like some culture, also, right? So yeah. it depends where you where people are sitting. You, you have different approach or different cultures. So to be honest, we didn't have uh, so far those kind of challenges that people are not comfortable to receive some message or Mm -hmm. uh, to say, okay, I'm not doing it very well. So I would say they receive the message and and, and, and use it as a positive feedback to to improve.
1: Mm -hmm. And uh, speaking of the improvement, uh, did you already uh, manage to reach any quantifiable improvement or do you think that it's helping you to, to get to the point where you can say, Okay, so because of uh, the measurement of the process and doing the process mining, we are actually ensuring that we are reaching our milestones and our goals.
2: Yeah, to be honest, Jakub, I think it's a little bit earlier mm-hmm. yet to 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 mm. to say it. Of course, we have high expectation on it. Um, we have, yes, uh, seen some. Uh, improvements, but I would not say that is because uh, we are have started to measure it better or to to go deep in the analysis. Uh, it's helping mm-hmm. for sure, mm-hmm. but it's not the only reason. I have to say so far, mm-hmm. um, but yes, uh, we can track the improvements, and this is an, uh, again one really important thing because. We we have the the history. We can see the the line going up, uh, uh, and, and this is really good to show and really good to 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 use to to see those kinds of improvements. We didn't have the possibility also to 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 show okay how, how now we are improving, how mm-hmm. good we are doing it. So you have these KPIs. And now you're finally
0: tracking them over time and that's giving you a better understanding of the process improvements that you
2: did if they're having the desired effect yes 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 exactly but as i said um we are in the adoption phase now so we are really confident that in in few months later um my answer for that specific question will be totally different. <laughs> Let's hope Let's so. Hope. <laughs> we, we have a really, really high expectation. It.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, let me ask you this. Um, you said that you don't use Solonis for the main um, reporting um, tool. So um, you, I'm assuming there are some other BI tools in the mix here. And how does that differ from Solonis? What do you do in the BI tool that you can't do in
2: Solonis and vice versa? Yeah, we have some... Internal developments like uh, some Power BI reports mm-hmm. uh, to measure uh, some KPIs, but the difference or the, the upgrade that we have with Salonis is the possibility to, to 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 see the details behind. So yes, we have some some tools, but we are a little bit m- limited on on how deep we can we can go. And and see the details behind. So then people can always challenge, okay, how you are calculating it, how you are doing that. So now we can show it uh it can be more trustable, you know. So even we have the same output, the same calculation, the same KPIs in both tools, uh in the manual that we are doing, or in, in, in Salonis, then in Salonis you can really go deep and, and see the details behind. And then people will say, "Okay." Then I, I see that it's true, and I see exactly where I'm failing or where I can uh, I can improve.
0: Is there um, any part of your Power BI tools um, that has a function that is not yet present um, in in the process mining and the Salonis tool, or any type of feature that you think could? Drastically improve your the the way you analyze these um, inefficiencies in Salons.
2: Um, yes, we have re- actually a a, a good uh, report uh, RBI, um, but as I said, it's limited. So everything that we calculated before, we could calculate, we can calculate now in Salons as well. Mm-hmm. And with much less effort, I would say. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't have any effort. So the moment you configure, the moment you 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 validate the data, you validate the the, the setup, it's there anytime. time. So this is a difference. So because uh, in the other two, even though we try to to automate it as much as possible, we always need to have some manual adjustments or 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 yeah. We need to, to, to do a lot of things to, to have the, the, the final figure. But in Salonis, the moment you have it, uh, the, the first setup, it will be there. So just to get new data from 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 the source systems, and that's it.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, you were saying at the beginning that you are, uh, so the goal or the, your objective with Salonis was to mainly track the uh, touchless invoices. So you right now are tracking that. Uh, did the, the Salonist tool itself like help? So obviously it probably helped you with that. And uh, are you already thinking of the next steps on how to take it to the next level with uh, specifically this, uh, this KPI of measurement of the automation? And maybe could you also touch maybe for an inspiration for other companies or other listeners, especially in finance department, what might be some other interesting KPIs going forward to either implement directly or focus on them in the in the process?
2: Yes, I mentioned this uh, touchless KPI because this is like the the end of the the main KPI. Behind it, we have a lot of uh, steps mm-hmm. to achieve this one, right? So you have you need to have a, a, a good process to receive invoices. You need to have a good process to map or to validate the data for the invoices, you need to have a good process to post it automatically, to pay it automatically, to reconcile it automatically from the bank statements. All of those items are some specific KPIs as well. So the touchless is like the the, the, the end, the top one. So, and this is uh, where we can really uh, use the tool, and we, we have seen that this uh, uh, region that we have decided to to, to have a more close uh, follow up for the adoption and they are finding a lot of interesting things uh, a lot of uh, potential using the using the tool so yeah we are we hope that we can uh, have more people use it using it as soon as possible. And get a lot of improvements,: so the touchless itself is like, as I said, the final, but to achieve it, we have a lot of things to to do uh, uh, before
0: so um you you mentioned this uh, this touchless KPI did, um, and when you set up to, to implement these analyses, was there ever a part that uh, where you changed direction? as you were, as the pro- project was going on and the analysis started coming out, was there ever a point where you said, well, we kind of want to do a, s- a different KPI because we realized, hey, this is what we can actually measure and this might be more beneficial than what we originally planned? I didn't see too much
2: yet, to be honest, uh, to change uh, significantly the, the direction that we we decided to go. Um, but to have some some things that we we can only see with Salonis. Um, and then, uh, yes, as I said, we are in, in, in this uh, adoption phase, starting to, to use it more. And I'm quite sure that we will see a lot of things. Because normally, we, we, we analyze or we go deep in those uh, process or, 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 or activities that are connected with our goals right now. But doing that, we see other things that we can improve as well that might not be directly connected with this, uh, this main goal. So, for instance, in this uh, region that we decide to to, to, to start this uh, more uh, close mm-hmm. follow up for the adoption, we have seen a lot of potential in, in, in tax uh, departments mm-hmm. as well connected with the, the accounts payables process where we have the invoices, then we are working on it there. So we probably need to enhance or to implement new tables or new analysis in Salonis. And those questions are popping up because they are using it, using the the tool. So for sure, we will see much more from now on.
1: This is usually the, the classical path for any company doing the process mining journey that it starts with, let's implement the process and suddenly when you start seeing all those numbers and all those bottlenecks then you actually want to go from the process to a smaller parts and really dissect it as much as possible and look at those smaller things so there's always something more to implement and to, to enhance so that's really interesting and really thrilling mm. what i would uh, also like to ask is uh When you started to dig in the data and browsing the explorer of the process, uh, was this something that uh, surprised you and in a good way and also in a bad way? So maybe something that uh, you could say, I was working on this project a couple of years ago, and then you see the data and you actually see that it might actually help you. So I'm wondering whether there was something, some moment like this.
2: Yeah. One, One... Good thing is that you can grab data from all systems mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. in the same place. This is something that we we didn't have before. and as I said before we Hydro has uh, a history growing, uh, acquiring different companies, and because of that, today we have many different systems, and to put all those data together. It was always a challenge for us, uh, and this is something that was really, really interesting to see in, in Solenis, since we have decided to go with our big four uh, mm-hmm. systems uh, from the beginning, and we couldn't see it before. So now we can see together and, and start to compare, and it was really, really good and, and interesting to see, for instance, that. Some processes have a totally different behavior uh, in different countries or in different locations. So it it was uh, really really interesting to see. So um,
0: was that something that you think you could improve in future? More make a more consolidated effort to make sure the processes run the same, or is that more of a thing where um, because there's separate countries, there's different rules, there's different. Um, um, compliance rules and things like that that are present in those countries. That you say, well, um, the way that the process works in each country is actually legitimate.
2: Yes, of course, we have some uh, not limitations, but we we, we have some uh, specific requirements uh, in some specific countries that will not be never be possible mm-hmm. to have a hundred percent harmonized process, but. We have a lot of opportunities. We can see a lot of things that can be done exactly in the same way. Never uh, country it is, Uh, but it's not today. So, and with the yeah, again with the two, we can compare it easily. We can we can see uh, the process uh, together, and before it was almost impossible to, to to grab all of those informations and, and, and how the things are doing in different countries, especially in different systems.
1: OK, uh, so uh, Helder, what are the next steps for you and your team? Let's uh, let's say that some close to intermediate future and then uh, some higher or like uh, goals in the next couple of years with, with this process mining. Is there some some uh, some Final location where you want to get you
2: and your team? Um, that's interesting because uh, the moment that you start to use it more, you find more and more possibilities. So every day that you go there and, and, and just start to do some analysis, you'll find new possibilities. and But thinking more in the future, uh, of course, we have just in- Started the journey with Salonis with uh, accounts payables process and uh, and procurement. Um, we are now also uh, implementing uh, order to cash and we have much more to do in the future when I think about Hydro. So yeah, the main goal uh, is to, to have the process mining in the most most of the uh, process that we have in, in the company, most relevant process at least, like uh, fixed assets or, or maintenance process. So this is uh, on the roadmap. and But we have already started with further cash, for instance. It's a project ongoing.
0: That's great. So the, the journey itself is very much a journey in that sense where that you don't quite know um all the things that you can really do and all the little um KPIs you can measure and all the inefficiencies that you find along the way um so you it's still quite not as sure as to what you want to do next.
2: Yeah. Yes, I would say that the moment that you start to use it more and more, you you get more uh, um, possibilities as well. Of course, we have some 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 goals or and and some more short-term short-term uh, achievements, uh, and then it will be really helpful to use um, to use Salonis to, to achieve it.
1: Uh, Helder, I have last question before we wrap up the episode, and that is. Uh... So you have this over a year long experience with uh, the project implementation, data validation, and now actually uh, rolling out the the solution in your company. So I think you are by any means an expert right here. And I just wanted to ask you if you could give maybe some advice, something that uh, you have a lesson learned from the project for, for the others, for the listeners who might be either at the same position as you are, so they already have the the process, they started with the data, or maybe they are already uh, at the beginning, so maybe they are just starting with process mining. Is there some lesson learned in in what you could share with others that might uh, ease their way into process mining and help them uh, to be successful?
2: Yes, I would say that don't think that it's plug and play. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, process and, and okay, just get data and you have everything in it. No, it's not like this. Um, everyone will have uh, a lot of work uh, to validate and to, to get correctly the, the views and the analysis. And, but it's one time work. Mm. That's uh, I have to say. So, this is the key uh, for the future because when you deploy, when you, you are done and you deliver uh, the tool for, for the company and people start to see wrong figures there, then they do not trust it. So the message is spend the most time as uh, and, and do it as better as possible. Uh, the validation process and defining good, Analysis there, then it will be much easier to, to to sell it or to to have people use it uh, more. So you not get challenges regarding the the quality of the the measures. You might have challenges that people might not be happy to see what exactly they are doing. Uh, but at least this is the true. This is the correct picture. So yes. Yeah, so definitely the. It's, uh, it was uh, a lesson learned because in the really beginning, we thought that it would be much more easier to just grab the data from SAP and have yeah. the analysis done, and it's not. So a lot of validation, a lot of uh, coding behind. Um, actually, it's not that much coding because we have a good support on it. But yes, it's a lot of work to validate. So, and it's an important part of the, the implementation. So have it done properly, it would have much more success in the end.
1: Yeah, I completely resonate with this idea. And uh, it, uh, it pains me sometimes that it has to take so long because uh, the users, especially after you do the demo, they are very uh, eager and excited about the tool and they just want to start working on it. But I think that this is important point you mentioned that uh, rushing into it, not being ready can eventually hurt your chances for a successful uh, uh, adoption in your company. So uh, I would definitely sign this uh, <laughs> if this was written down. <laughs> yes yeah but anyway helder uh unfortunately we are coming to an end of our episode and i just wanted to thank you once again for uh for really talking here to us because uh, you are after all the first user and someone who the tool was developed to, to, to consume who was the tool made for and uh we were very excited to have you on the show so helder thank you very much for coming thank you thank you and for you listeners, uh, our dearest, dearest listeners, we are happy to have you. Uh, we will be looking forward to hear from you or uh, if you have any questions, any ideas, or maybe even guests uh, who would you like to hear on our show, just write us an email on mindingyourbusinesspodcast at gmail.com and we will be... Uh, looking forward to talk to you again in two weeks with yet another episode of Minding Your Business podcast. So Patrick, Helder, thank you very much for today and uh, bye. Thank you.
0: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you, Helder.